Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go, folks. Doug is on the disc at Suda Pittsburgh Newsline, joining us via remote out in the garden in the north hills of his uh, palatial estate, getting ready to bring you the broadcast. Uh, 10th caller right now, 412-922-1020, wins a gift certificate from Sorgles. Eric Countryman will be here within 20 minutes. Davy Tree Talking Tree. If you have a question for Doug, uh, 866-391-1020. And Doug, I'm glad we had a little conversation before taking to the airwaves. Mutual friend and a guy who was always really good to me. And I find that he was the very first person you were on television with and for many years, Pittsburgh Today, still doing that as well. But uh, our, our good friend who now resides in the community of uh, Bloomfield, the great Paul Martino, has retired from television. What a body of work. And he's been a part Oh, yeah. Paul right? was... Paul was the first guy I worked with on TV at KDKA way, way back 20, 21 years ago. And, you know, my knees were shaking. <laughs> he he calmed me down and led me through a good seg and showed me how to do things. And we worked together for a long time. And, and right before he retired, uh, he came out here to the garden, palatial estate. I don't know about that, Rob, but he came out to the garden uh, to do a story because it was getting cold. And uh, we had a real nice talk. And. Paul and I have been friends for a long time, and I just I wish him the best, uh, you know, in retirement. He he's just we had a lot of fun working together. So yes, later on, uh, Eric Countryman will be here from uh, we'll be talking trees. He's from the Davy Tree Expert Company, and he's going to cover summer storm preparation. Uh, get your tree questions ready because Eric will be with us for the entire second half of the show. And I had an amazing weekend seeing old friends actually in person. Uh, first was Friday, uh, planted a tree for Arbor Day and, and did a little talk uh, at a community garden in Grand Park at, um, in, in Cranberry. And you should see this, this garden. It's really cool. It's, it's from the Southern Butler Country, Southern Butler County Garden Club. Geez, I wrote that down and I still couldn't say it right. <laughs> uh, but the Garden Club has a really cool garden out there. And right now there are these beautiful double daffodils. I mean, hundreds of them. It, it looks great. That's Grand Park. Uh, in uh, in Cranberry, and like I said, we just had so much fun, and there were free seedlings. Uh, and then I also had a great time yesterday. I was at uh, Blonox for their seed swap, and there, folks, there was an incredible variety of seeds and people. Uh, it was a blast. We were we were showing each other garden pictures and talking gardening for hours. I had lots of people come up to me, uh, you know, that I hadn't seen in a year or two even you know, either from the home show or at other events. And so there were two little kids there that made this, you know, this little kid 
four years old, comes up to me. You know, his mother was there. His mother was standing next to me. We were talking gardening, and he says, I want to show you something. And I'm like, what did he say? He goes, she goes, he has an art project. I said, an art project? So I go behind this beautiful memorial they have uh, at, at in downtown Blonix, and these two kids had made this, like, beautiful little art project out of out of little – flowers and other things they found in nature it was it was really nice and and blonde oxen were walking to and from my car just beautiful landscaping i saw a house that had two of the biggest dwarf alberta spruces i've ever seen and some pink dogwoods and the architecture i got to meet the mayor which was awesome i just had a blast uh, and you know it's talking about getting together don't forget uh, the 18th annual Doug Oster Plant Swap and Garden Hullabaloo is back this spring, and Sorgles is kindly hosting us again, as they have for so many years. Uh, it, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, I'm going to be giving away the Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato. That's the tomato I've been giving away since 2000. It's a giant beefsteak, thin-skinned, uh, real ugly, <laughs> one slice for a tomato sandwich, very few seeds, very meaty. It's great, but we're going to trade plants, uh, and it's May 23rd from 11 to noon, and we're going to be together again, you know, safely. Uh, a huge thank you to Randy Sorgel for hosting us. Uh, I'm also going to hold a little lottery for a bunch of weird, rare plants that I have in the greenhouse that uh, I want you to grow. And I posted a picture of a plant called a pearl bush. Uh, it was actually a gift from uh, Jamie and Darcy at Penn, from Penn Hills Lawn and Garden years ago. And it's just a beautiful spring-blooming you know, white-flowered shrub. And there was a comment on Facebook uh, from somebody saying that they had planted a pearl bush in, in memory of her mother, whose name was Pearl. And so I said, well, that's pretty interesting. And we and got a phone call together, and oh, I'm doing a story on this. It's not just the pearl bush. All the other things uh, in the garden relate to, to to people that that she loved, and it's a. I can't wait for you to see that story next week. One of the forgotten jobs is fertilizing your house plants because we are so busy out in the garden right now. Uh, uh, that commercial for dramatic early in the show. That dramatic uh, is is all I'm using now for a liquid fertilizer. That stuff, uh, it's fish-based. And, yes, when I fertilize the greenhouse, it smells like low tide, but that's okay because this stuff, it it makes stuff, makes things grow. Uh, you can find that locally uh, at, at your local nurseries, but I know for sure the Chapins and Han Nursery carry that. Uh, oh, yeah, going to Croatia in July, uh, you know, when I was talking to people about this uh, over the weekend, you know, they were scratching their heads like, well, you know, is is it going to be safe in July? And I said, yeah, we've got the green light for Croatia. You know, all you need is your vaccinations. You'll be good to go. We, you know, it's just so ironic that this trip, <laughs> I waited so long to, to get it because, you know, You've got to book this big boat. It's a it's a private yacht where we're going to be on the coast of Croatia, stopping in all the little towns and eating and seeing gardens and hanging out together. Uh, but maybe the timing isn't right. But uh, I would love for you to go. We've got, uh, I think, probably six cabins now available. 
so we'd love to see you. And if you have a garden question, you can't get through today or you're too shy to call, just go to DougOster.com. All the information there of everything I talked about today. I'll answer questions uh, after the show, and I answer questions every day. You're not bothering me, but I would really love to talk to you today. So give us a call at 866-391-1020. And I was actually already out in the garden this morning, and it is the, a perfect morning to be out walking in the garden, just nice and quiet, perfect temperature. Uh, there is a, a, a tree I'm not sure if you know. It's called Autumn Olive. And it's blooming right now. It is my wife's favorite tree, and it's kind of a—I guess you'd call it a weed tree. You'd see them, you see them growing on the on the side of the side of the freeway. But it has this intense perfume, and then it puts on these little berries, which are actually edible. And at one point, when I was, uh, you know, had this garden, and I was thinking about what I was going to do next, I was going to take down one of those trees. But my wife said, "Please don't. It just—it smells so." Good, and I'm so glad I didn't because uh, I, at the time I didn't know those berries were edible and found that out only a year ago. Uh, but the autumn olive is blooming right now, and if you smell something with just intense fragrance, and that was that's what I was smelling this morning, uh, that's probably what it is this time of the year, and it's easy, easy tree to grow. All right, Rob, what do you think? Ready for a break and then some calls? Yeah, we'll take a break and load them up, folks. We've got lines available, 866 391 1020. Coming back with more of the uh, organic gardener, Doug Oster and Eric Countryman, just about 20 minutes away. Less than that, actually, of course, with uh, Davy Tree, Talking Tree. So we got lots more to come today, right here, Odyssey 100.1 FM, AM 1020, KDKA. Ah, uh, yes, he is. And we're going to get some calls right now for Doug Oster. Let's go to Deborah in Alexandria. Hey, Deborah, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, Doug. Um, I'd like to um, ask you a quick question. Um, I'd like to know how to get rid of common blue violet and wild strawberry weeds that are growing and taking over my butterfly garden. Well, let's start with the violets because uh, I always uh, tell people, love your violets. That actually is a amazing butterfly plant. Um, there and I can't remember the, the variety. Uh, Jessica, when she was on the show with me, uh, is, a, is a bug expert, and and that that violet is a host plant for uh, a rare butterfly. Uh, so that would actually be something good to keep in the uh, the butterfly garden, if possible. Now, I always tell people that if you can't stand that plant, you know, I, I guess it has to go. For for both of those really the easiest way to deal with them is continual top cutting. Uh, and that I, I recommend a string trimmer. Uh, again, the, the violets are just such, you know, they're beautiful. And then mm-hmm. I know, I know in your head, you're, you've been told your whole life, it's a weed. Uh, but if you're into butterflies, uh, that's an important flower. Uh, the strawberries, it's not going to you know, choke they, them out. It's they, not going to choke out the rest of my plants in there. Is that well, what you're saying? And, and when you know, and when we see those violets, uh, they don't take a lot out of of the soil. You know, mm-hmm. I, my violets are all throughout the garden. Uh, again, it's just the way I look at them. But for the strawberries, and it would be the same technique for the for the violets. If you just if you couldn't stand them, uh, you know, I can preach and preach and preach. But it's your garden, and it's for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're growing mm-hmm. things for pollinators, but you also have to grow things for yourself or 
things that you know things that you don't like in the garden have to go. That's just the way it is. And so that t- continual top cutting is, is to me the easiest way. And so it's just tr- string trimming it whenever you see it, and mm-hmm. that'll eventually exhaust the plant. Uh, and so no, that's that no, to me is, no. is go ahead. I'm sorry. So you're saying there's no kind of homemade organic kind of spray that I can use. Um, to well, uh, that's that's gonna that's gonna affect any any kind of even even organic mm-hmm. herbicide, and I, ne- I I never recommend homemade. Uh, okay. Get one that 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 that's that's made up. You know, Nature's Avenger and Burnout are a couple organic herbicides, but they're not selective to to only the weeds. You know, if you spray that on there, and it's a you know, like you say, your butterfly garden, you could uh-huh. negatively affect your the plants that you love. Uh, okay. and so and and both those plants are are so tough that that they're mm-hmm. gonna no matter what you spray on them that they're gonna pop back that's why you gotta exhaust them by putting okay. them on that regime of cutting them back uh, whenever you see them sprout okay great thank you very much thank you all right here's Marianne up next for Doug Oster the organic gardener hi Marianne uh, hi um Doug hi, hi Marianne you... right Marianne <laughs> Hi, Doug. Um, I have How are you? I'm good. How are you? How's how's life up in Slippery Rock area? Oh, good. Uh, we had a nice rain the other day, but boy, uh, that's what I'm calling about is I had some I didn't realize until I looked in the book last night. I think it's ground ivy, gill over the ground, and it it has these pretty purple flowers, which the bees were enjoying, so I left it alone. But after that rain the other day, I went over yesterday, and it's like <laughs> taking over my whole garden. It's coming uh, up through creeping six Charlie. and grass. Creeping Charlie huh? is, is the common name, and, and we all have it. Uh, uh, so what do you, oh. <laughs> this one, it, it, is a, it, is a, it is a problem. And the way to get rid of this one, and this is not easy. You're not going to like this answer, Marianne. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's using a springy rake and and getting the, all those rootlets out. It's no fun. Okay. Uh, and, and go ahead. So like I had really nice, um, real thick grasses and uh, clover growing in the paths all by themselves, and I was all excited for this summer. And then yesterday I saw that this stuff is just coming right up through there where. So I'd have to pretty much rip out my whole garden, and so I mean. No, don't, no, no, no. You, you'll. How, how do you do this? <laughs> just take a, 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 you know, a standard leaf rake. Uh huh. And, and gently go through it, and you'll catch the, your those tines will catch the the all the vines and rootlets of that creeping Charlie. Okay. And you'll have a you'll have you know probably only ten or fifteen wheelbarrows full. It shouldn't take longer <laughs> than all know. all day. I, I you know. I get to it right after the show. Don't don't uh, don't get off the show. I want you to listen to the last half hour oh, of the show. I know. That's but yeah. Did after you say that, you? you're gonna you're gonna have to get out there with that rake and and, and do that. You know, it's, need... it's so funny. Again, oh. you know, weeds 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 are what are in our head. That oh. that's a weed to me. Uh, but uh, my garden is kind of gets such a mess that. I it I kind of don't see it. I guess I look the other way. And uh, well, this is just like six stands of it now. Yes, and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know how I could even plant anything and compete with that. You know. Yeah, this is this is the high point for the plant. This is when this is when when it when we see it. Uh, you know, doing its thing. So. 
Will it die uh, back down, kind of like? Uh, you well, you won't see the flowers. It won't be standing up as tall, but it's still going to be there. Okay. Even if you can't, if you can't get, if you have some real tender areas there, I mean that 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 the the rake might affect the good plants. You might have to go in there by hand and start pulling a little bit out of there too. But get as many of those rootlets as you can. It was Could good to talk just... to you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right, Mary, and thank you for the call. We got Mary, Greg, Nancy. We're going to try to get all of you in before the top of the hour. But coming up very shortly, it'll be time for Eric Countryman, Davy Tree. What are you guys discussing today, Doug? Talking about summer storm prep, and I wanted to really quickly throw something else in. I've got uh, a brand-new series of free virtual garden classes starting Thursday at 4.30. You can see all the information at DougOster.com. All right, we got lots more to come today, including next hour. Joe and Frank Dentici and I are going to be talking pasta recipes. So pasta recipes, topic of conversation. Uh, Jim Meredith off today. Kurt Carlson in the air chair with that morning commentary and more. Two full hours of all of your financial questions to be answered. Of course, the second hour started by Jamie Meredith in the Wonderful Ask the Advisor segment. That today is from 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. And then we wrap up the day with two full hours of the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show. And we will look at the seven rounds that the Steelers selected in the NFL draft from Najee Harris day one on Thursday right through early evening last night. We'll break it all down. And, yes, we have the Pirates to talk about as they're getting ready to take on St. Louis before they head to the West Coast for some games against San Diego. That game at 105 today. You can hear it on 93.7 The Fan. And Brian Russ gets two goals last night. Pens get a 3-0 win against Washington. They're at Philadelphia tomorrow. Lots to get to today. All still to come right here on Odyssey 100.1 FM AM 1020 KDKA. But when we get back after Boris checks the news in just two and a half minutes at 7.30, it's time for our... Every other week featured during the season with Davy Trees, talking trees. And today it's Eric Countryman with Doug Oster, DougOster.com, Rob Pratt, Sunday, Odyssey, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, KDKA. Good morning. Company, We're going to be talking about summer storm preparation. But, Eric, what have you seen so far for the season tree-wise so far? What, how are you looking at the season? Is it early, late, where, right where we should be, seeing anything weird? You know what, Doug? It looks like things are running a little early. Uh, earlier than last year, it's also quite a bit drier. Uh, last year, we were dealing with uh, quite a lot of rain, so everything was, you know, really soppy and soft, and a lot of stuff was falling over. Uh, this year, not so much. <laughs> we're just getting rain here and there, but uh, everything's open up pretty nice. So when we're thinking about getting ready for the summer storm season, what should we be doing? Should I be looking up at my oak trees? Uh, You definitely should be looking up. You know, we're looking for dead branches, uh, you know, things that don't have leaves as, you know, these trees uh, open up and put their leaves on. Uh, That could be a hazard if they're not taken that, you know, taken out and, and dealt with. And what sort of other things we're looking for? We're looking up, but do we want to look down too at the bottom of those trees? Yeah, we're still a little early uh, to see any fungal growth, but you definitely want to look around the base of your tree on the roots, on that kind of root flare. If you see any mushrooms, any, you know, we we call conchs, any sort of things growing out of the roots that aren't, uh, you know, just, you know, grass. Uh, that, that could be a bad sign. So you definitely would want to have an arborist come take a look at it if you see that. 
Well, that's exactly what happened to me, Eric. You know, just tell me this. How much is it going to cost me just to have you spend about a week on my property? Uh, You can stay out in the tool shed, and I need you to go (laughs) through every tree in the forest because it seems every year uh, I've got a team from Davey here twice a year now, but that's what happened. I I saw this kind of weird, I don't know, if maybe it's the conch, but it was like a giant mushroom. Is that a conch? Yeah, yeah. And it was at the bottom of an oak tree, and I started looking Mm -hmm. at the bottom of that oak tree, and it is a big oak tree. And I was like, this doesn't look good. And, uh, you know, my arborist from Davy Tree came out and took a look at it, and he just looked at me and said, it's got to (laughs) go. And I said, okay. Yeah. It's nature's way of saying that's, you know, that's the end of the tree. Uh, you, you know that's the, that's the sign that it's time to retire in old old trees. Usually, you get that rot there at the base of it, and either you you know you take it out yourself or it's going to fall down. Yeah, and there's no way I'm going to take. You know, it, it's got to be done by an expert. This is a huge tree, and uh, you know, me and a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Those two two things that's an oxymoron. Those those two things should never <laughs> be together. Uh, But I wanted to talk a little bit about what you said earlier about a kind of a dry start to the season. You know, a lot of people are going to be planting trees starting now in the spring. And we should talk a little bit, first off, about the importance of making sure they get the water they need, maybe more so than than the rain that we get, right? Yeah, absolutely. I never recommend relying on the rain. so if you're going to be planting trees, you know, the, the diameter of your tree, the, the trunk, per inch, you should be doing about 10 gallons per inch of diameter of, a, of, a, you know, of your trunk when you plant. So if you're putting in a three-inch tree, 30 gallons a week. Um, wow. And it sounds like a lot, and it is, but you, the best way I find is get a five-gallon bucket, drill a hole in the bottle, bottom of it, and just set it there at the base of your tree, fill it up, and let it drain. Fill it up, let it drain. Do that as many as you need to to get to that kind of gallon mark so that you get a you know really properly watered tree. Oh, that's a great idea. I, I've got another question for you because I planted a tree uh, for an event on Arbor Day, and when they got in there and, and dug that planting hole, there was a lot of clay in there. But this was the spot for the tree. This is kind of where it had to go. It's designed that way. Now, I know normally when we plant a tree, we want to use just the native soil. But what happens when you, if somebody like you gets out to a spot and it has to be the spot to plant the tree and it's clay, what do you do? Do you just say move the hole or do you, have, or do you amend it a little bit? What's the best thing to do? I, I mean, you're right. The native soil is is generally the best, and, and ironically, trees and shrubs don't like being planted in very lovely soil. Like you don't want it to be all compost and topsoil and love. It, it, they 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 take better uh, care when they're in kind of a you know native-ish clayish soil. But you know, you want to break up that that clay that's going to go back in the hole and maybe then add in a little bit more kind of topsoil just to break it up so there's some air pockets. You want it so that the the plant can root out of that hole you've dug into 
the ground around it. So making sure that that hole isn't, you know, smooth as you cut it to dig the hole. You don't want it to be nice and smooth. Uh, you want to have, have it nice and loose around the tree. When you're digging a planting hole and you don't know what's going to be there, I mean, when you're on a job, when you're supervising a job, when you, if you get to a hole like that, do you try and convince the homeowner to, 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 to look around? Or, I mean, you have some kind of, do you have like a way to tell what the soil is going to be like when you're going to plant somewhere? Well, there's, there are soil probes where you could, you know, go down about oh, okay. you know, a foot and a half and, and see what you're going to come out with. But honestly, no, sometimes, yeah, you just you put a shovel in the ground, you see what it is and go, oh, okay, this one's going to be rough. And you do have to kind of figure <laughs> out how to backfill it with something that's going to allow that tree. Because the big thing is, is, you know, they're root balls. They're bald and burlap. They're caged. You want so that they can root out of that ball into the surrounding soil. So you want to give it the best help you can and, and, and make sure that the soil around that root ball that you're planting is going to be loose and, and you know, hospitable to, to new roots. That makes sense. Uh, anything you can think of uh, that's, that's, that you love that's being underplanted in our landscapes that you wish uh, wish people would plant? I always love to ask arborists that, and I always get a different answer. <laughs> you know what? There was a, a new one uh, that we just uh, have to plant uh, for a customer. Now it's a yellow wood, and those are another uh-huh. kind of native but very underplanted tree. So tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, they're not uh, great big shade trees. They're kind of that middle ground, and they're just it's very nice trees. And, they, again, something that we just don't see very often, something other than a maple. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I have one more question for you uh, because I've planted a stewardia, and I've started to see more and more stewardias, but can, can they handle our winter? reliably um i think so but you wouldn't want to put it where you get a lot of wind blast from the winter um okay. you know you, you don't it doesn't need to be totally protected it's not like a southern magnolia which we see here more and more in pittsburgh which you know it's rough to try to get one of those to be healthy here um but if it's if it's semi-protected you know not going to get the full blast of a cold winter wind yeah, it'd be, it should be fine. All right, Eric, hang in there. Uh, we'll, we'll need to bring you back after the break here. We'll, if you have tree questions, people, give us a call. For more information about Davy Tree or, or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to davy.com slash kdka. And remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. All right, Doug. All right, Eric. Stay where you're at. We'll come back with more. Don't forget, after we check some sports, we'll get right back to these two. And then, of course, some phone calls. If you have a tree question, give us a call, 866-391-1020. After the news at 8, Manjaman serving up some pasta dishes today on the Coons Cooking Hour. Rob Pratt Sunday, Odyssey, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, KDKA. Good morning. All right, Eric Countryman still with us from Davy Tree. And Doug, of course, your host. This is The Organic Gardener, DougOster.com. And our first question is from Greg in the North Hills, Evergreen Tree. Hey, Greg, how you doing, man? Good. Um, 
In 2017, Doug told us the name of a tree that would grow fast and wide. We went to Hans, brought it back in my buddy's uh, Dodge Ram truck, too big for our car. It's grown well from about five feet to it's probably 12 feet now. However, the two pointy trees next to it, they're straight up evergreens, look like rockets. The bottom three feet of them have lost their bloom. They lost the blue blue color. Is that what you're saying? No, they're like bare bare limbs. The bottom three feet, not not the one you oh. told us. I can't think of the name of it. It's going great. It's like twelve feet tall. It's doubled in in four or five years. But so losing uh, its the, foliage the point, on the bottom. Yeah, the other the yeah. trees next to it. They're they're they Did were. You have a lot of deer. Um, there's no green. There's no leafy evergreen stuff on those pointy things from about the grind to about three feet up. Very well could be that you know, the deer are coming and munching on the bottom of your tree. Not not seeing it, not knowing, but that's uh, if it's very, you know, from the bottom up to about three feet high, that's typical damage that's done by deer. Well, this is in a double fenced area, and it, it's not the regular yard. It's a yard inside a yard. Uh, mm. I don't they could get in there. I really don't. Well, then it could be some sort of disease. Um, you know, it may be uh, worth giving Davy Tree a call and having an arborist come out and take a look at it, and uh, they'd be able to, you know, see it and let you know what's going on. Yeah, this, but, this is an This is where it's it's hard to tell unless you see it. And an arborist will come out for free. The number is eight five five nine eight two tree, and have them take a look at it and and. You know, Eric, just being in front of the tree, you'll be able to figure things out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, Doug, you know, thanks so much for your call. And you never want to leave your keys under the mat because these deer have an ability to actually get the key to get into the garden, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is, Rob. Okay. Uh, I knew. I knew I knew what it was. That that key to that double fence (laughs) must have been left under the mat. And, yeah, a big buck. Oh, no, that's what it is. A buck probably picked the lock with its uh, uh, antlers. Antlers. I knew it. I knew it. All right. Let's uh, talk to Donna and Beaver. One more quick call, about two minutes left, with Eric Countryman and Davey Tree. And she wants to talk about cherry trees. Hi, Donna. Hi. Good morning. I call them the heartbreak tree because this is the third year now. And every year the blooms come out, a frost comes, and they die. So this year, they don't, even the branches don't look well. Most of the branches are brown. You'll see a few sprigs of green, which tells me it's not totally dead. So I Eric, don't know we, if I should go ahead. Eric, we got about a minute. Uh, did you see a lot of this where things had budded and then it got cold and no flowers? Yeah, this year particularly, I mean, I noticed here in the city of Pittsburgh, lots of magnolias had that problem, cherries had that problem. Generally, uh, flower bloom getting frosted off doesn't mean the tree is going to have any particular trouble. It's just not going to be very pretty. Um, but, uh, you know, it may need some fertilizer. It may need a bit more water. It may need a little help. Um, if it's really struggling in general, there might be something else going on that isn't just yeah, the frost. I'll get you guys to come out. They also have suckers growing out of the bottom and the sides of the trunk, and I assume I need to cut those off. You can always get to the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-3. I'm answering questions after the show. 
free virtual garden class called Organic Gardening 101, Thursday at 4.30. Check out DougOsterer.com. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, Doug, Eric, good stuff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.